In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, word went round that he was back, and so many people collected there, there was no room left even in the front door. He was preaching the word to them when some people came bringing him a paralytic carried by four men. But as the crowd made it impossible to get the man to him, they stripped the roof over the place where Jesus was. And when they had made an opening, they lowered the stretcher on which the paralytic lay. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, My child, your sins are forgiven. Now some scribes were sitting there, and they thought to themselves, How can this man talk like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God? Jesus, inwardly aware that this was what they were thinking, said to them, Why do you have these thoughts in your hearts? Which of these is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, pick up your stretcher and walk. But to prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he turned to the paralytic. I order you, get up, pick up your stretcher and go off home. And the man up, and the man got up, picked up his stretcher and at once walked out in front of everyone so that they were all astounded and praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord From a logistical point of view, the house which was hosting our Lord was already packed to the brim, to the point that there was no room left, not even standing space for those willing to endure the discomfort of being squeezed against the wall shoulder to shoulder. Social distancing nightmare. One can imagine the indignation of those inside the house where this paralytic was lowered into their midst. A man standing upright would have been bad enough. What more someone who had to be stretched out on the pallet? Three to four persons would have to make way for him. A sacrifice no one would be willing to make, especially if they had arrived early and jostled their way to acquire a privileged front seat before the Lord. But the Lord, instead of taking offence and being annoyed by this sudden interruption, turns his focus on the man and offers him these consoling words. My child, your sins are forgiven. The scribe and the audience now turn their ire against the Lord. They see his claim of offering forgiveness to this man as blasphemy, because only God can forgiveness. Our Lord reads their minds and hearts and proceeds to heal the man physically as proof of his authority. Our Lord makes room for this man both physically and spiritually, but these religious experts are not able to do so because they have no room in their hearts for this paralytic nor for a broader understanding of the identity and ministry of Christ. God making space for his creation is what mystical Judaism calls the concept of Jim Jum, 
In the act of creation, God created something finite out of the infinite. How did this take place? God took the quantum leap from the infinite to the finite. God contracted himself so that he could make room for his creation. God limited his own all-sovereign authority in order to give man free will. And for, for us Christians, God descended, condescended and became man. For the most part, to describe someone as condescending is never com a compliment. But we Christians use the language of condescension in a different way. God condescends to us, not by reminding us of our smallness and neediness, but rather by stooping to help us. The God who exceeds all human understanding nevertheless makes himself known to us in the word made flesh. The God in whom there is no sin take our sin upon himself so that we might be saved. The God who created the universe helps us when we are weak. In these ways, in countless ways, God condescends for our sake. In the incarnation and death of Jesus, God did more than just stoop to help us. He became one of us, sharing in our weakness and bearing our sin. Thus in Jesus we see most clearly the self-giving love and merciful condensation of God. The one who had no room in any of the winds to welcome him into this world always made room for everyone, including those excluded because of their sinful state, physical disability, gender or nationality. For in his father's house there are many rooms, enough rooms for every one of us, including a room for you and for me. If we only take up his offer to check in. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.